Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values, and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. Want to bounce back better? Build your emotional resilience. Resiliency is like a scale with negative and positive experiences acting as counterweights. In the face of widespread adversity, it's normal to feel like you've lost control because you have. Your loss of control, however, has not taken away your ability to respond. And one of the ways you can do so is by building resilience. Amal is here today to explore why emotional resilience is important. She will also help us to understand what are the three P's in emotional resilience. Hi Amal, and welcome. Hi Dan, I think this is a great segue in discussing emotional resilience and the, the three P's which I thought are quite insightful research and easy to put things into perspective when life gets overwhelming, which it does. But the key is to remember to slow down, pause and, and make time for perspective taking and definitely some mindful thinking can help a great deal as well. All right, well, let's go with my first question. Why is emotional resilience important? Well, as the capacity to cope with with a crisis mentally and emotionally and quickly bounce back from it, resiliency is like a scale with negative and positive experiences acting as counterweight. During abundant times, weight is evenly distributed across your resilience scale. As an example, unemployment benefit and robust options on job market to pad the job loss. On the other hand, during challenging times, loaded with setbacks and job loss, spiral into expired unemployment benefit with a slow job market to boot, things like with real scale, too much adversity creates strain. Strain that if left unaddressed for far too long can actually lead to a list of health issues such as autoimmune disorders and PTSD. Also, like real scales, like real life scales, uh, balance can be restored. How do you ask? I'm glad you did. By offloading excess weight with resilience or more specifically, the three Ps. Okay, now we're getting to the part. So this is interesting so far. Now the three Ps, what are the three Ps? Well, coined by the psychologist Martin Siegelman, After studying how people respond to adversity, the three P's encapsulate how you see the world and how your view, your viewpoint, affect your ability to quickly bounce back from hardship. To summarize actual decades of research, Siegelman found that thought patterns around three P's can make or break your recovery. The three P's are personalization, which as a is a common common cognitive distortion, personalization relates to how you perceive external events. In other words, 
who do you blame in response to upheaval or inconvenience in your life? Yourself or factors beyond your control? The second P is pervasiveness. In, in a fancy term, it basically means like everywhere. Pervasiveness is the belief that a bad situation will ripple across all areas of your life. You know, those people who says this is ruining everything, that's it, it's over for me kind of statement they make. To use a personal example, I was released from my day job in back in September. After examining my thoughts around pervasiveness, I realized that my job loss was not was actually an isolated incident. It didn't hinder my writing ability or my writing career. It didn't mean I was bound to lose uh, friendships or material possessions. Permanence, the third P is permanence. As the final and most important in- ingredient in effective emotional resilience, permanence is the belief that a crisis will last forever. When left unchecked, permanence morphed into catastrophizing or the assumptions that the worst is yet to come. To use my personal example again, my job loss flung me into uncertain waters. I have no idea how or when a new job will manifest. And this is okay because I understand that nothing lasts forever. And at the same time, I was actually taking action in order to reset and balance the scale. So how do you start building this emotional resilience? Well, now that you're familiar with the three Ps, you're probably wondering how can I get in on the secret to emotional intelligence, especially when I, when I recognize the three Ps in my own thoughts. The answer lies in utilizing cognitive behavior exercises, which is used in, in, in CBT, where all you need is a pen, paper, and your mind and a quiet space. I know that sounds unrealistic. Excellent. So how do you start building this emotional resilience? Well, now that you're familiar with the three Ps, you're probably wondering how can I get on the secret of emotional resilience, especially when I recognize the three Ps in my own thoughts, right? So the answer lies in utilizing cognitive behavior exercises where all you need is something like this, pen, paper, your mind, and a quiet space. I know it doesn't sound realistic, but believe me, it works. To get started, you write down three ordeals you are currently facing. Once you finish, you follow up by asking yourself, how can you apply the three Ps to each situation? It really does take a, you know, you got to quiet your mind and kind of reflecting on this process. You conclude by altering your point of view. How can each experience be impersonal, impermanent, or specific? So let's try some example. I'm just going to randomly lay out a couple of examples here. Say, so let's start with the ordeal. I was laid off from my job. Personal, I am incompetent worker. That's what you're saying to yourself, right? Impersonal, my employer had to cut costs due to economic downturn. Next example, COVID-19 pandemic has persisted for a long time, more than a year. Permanent, the pandemic will last forever. Impermanent, pandemics are a natural part of life and normalcy will return, right? Another last example, my romantic partner broke up with me or my relationship ended, right? So pervasive here is I have failed as a partner, as a a friend, as a parent, a community member, specific This only applies to my private life. 
does not apply to my friendship, my hobby, and my work. Just because your relationship fell apart, it doesn't mean that you failed also in in your career, in your friendship, and, and so on and so forth. So from there, you let your impersonal, impermanent, and specific conclusion become self-affirmations to be repeated whenever you feel hopeless. Try incorporating your self-affirmation into your daily routine by repeating them out loud for five minutes in the morning, afternoon, evening, whatever, you know, to promote emotional resilience. Uh, self-affirmations, people don't, some people don't believe in them. Some people do. It works for some people. It depends. But it, it's not a magic wand you're waving and things are going to happen that quickly. It's a practice you do to encourage yourself and put up a positive outlook to moving on rather than you calling yourself you're a failure or you seen a challenge and you say I can't do this I can't take this risk you're speaking to yourself you're encouraging yourself you can do this looking back at previous challenges or risk that you took in your life when you look back you realize how far you have come and you're doing that kind of you know you're balancing the scale with consistent practice your emotional response to hardship will shift and in turn, so will the weight across your emotional resilience scale. With that said, remembering the three P's, personalization, pervasiveness, permanence. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you find these tips helpful to building your emotional resilience. Until next time, you make the journey worthwhile. Back to you then. Well, thanks, Amal. And thank you all very much for joining us here at Distracted by Life. If you're interested to learn more, check out our other podcasts, of course, or hop online to Amal's website at amalcandido.com, where she talks about her coaching world, covering life, leadership, and mindfulness, including links to popular podcasts and to her books as well. And with that said, stay tuned for our next episode from Amal and myself. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.